0: Hello everybody, this is Twitchy Max, and you're listening to Season 2 of the Family Friendly Podcast, Expired XP. This season we explore the world of gaming through insider interviews, new and retro game specials, and points of view on industry trends. If you like games, this podcast is for you. In this week's episode, we talk about Fortnite's new chapter, the absence of building, which we're very excited about, and tanks. Our featured game is Horizon Forbidden West, a game that both Pete and I have been enjoying very, very much. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Expired XP. I'm here, joined as ever by my wonderful compadre, Useless Viking.
1: Beard and everything.
0: Beard and everything. Yes, yeah. Pete. I, of course, am a Twitchy Max. And today we're going to be talking about the new Fortnite season or chapter, sorry. Yes. And we're going to talk about Horizon Forbidden West, the game that everyone should be excited about instead of Poxy Elden Ring.
1: <laughs> and they're not, right? Well, they are. The people that are playing it are loving it, but I think yeah. it's, it's just one of those annoying things. But yes, yeah.
0: let's talk about Fortnite. So off you go.
1: Yeah. So Fortnite Chapter 3, Season 2, it is out there. It's doing its thing. I think the, the first is the closing remarks on the previous uh, season for us. And, and one thing that really annoyed us, and I'm glad to say it's gone, was the spider webs. They are, are not the jumpy ones that you jump on, but the ones that you could fling yourself. Like we found it extremely frustrating when, when people used it. And they weren't necessarily that great. They just knew how to spin around in the air and flip around. And then they were quite crap at shooting. But the combination was, we found it quite confusing. So I'm glad to say that's gone.
0: But it was confusing and you couldn't really stand and fight with someone. At least when they're building your kind or your building, at least they're standing and, you know, there's some kind of combat going on. Quite often we'd have a Spider-Man come in, take a pot shot, you'd almost kill them and then they'd just fly away. And it would be like, oh, okay. How how was that that, fun for anyone?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly right. And so big changes that's gone. But the biggest change, and it's not permanent, I'm sad to say, is that uh, for the next nine days or so, you can't build. And mm. I've already noticed in the game the improvement from our end because we, even though we do build defensively, usually we are not people who need it that much. Yeah. And it's usually people who build, 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 and then they'll just grab a sniper rifle and they'll kill you. So the fact that they can't do that anymore is absolutely outstanding. I love yeah. it.
0: The only thing that I found a bit strange was I was trying to build myself a ramp to get to the top of the building and I couldn't. And I pressed Q on my keyboard and it just wasn't doing anything. I was like, oh, yeah, they've disabled yeah. it. So I think there's going to be some muscle memory there for me. Well, but I'm, I'm excited to play it without building and just to see what, what people really like. Because a lot of people rely on building and editing in order to get their shot in to win. And I think they'll be so discombobulated by the fact that they can't play like that anymore. And it's actually yeah. about aiming and shooting and yeah, they'll and be I mean, really confused. I think it's going to really mess up the rankings and things.
1: It will. And it will definitely do that. And, and the other thing that's interesting, though, is they've added a few other mechanics, which are great. So one is you can now turbo sprint for a short period of time and then you can go into a slide. Before you had to jump and then slide, which was a bit tricky because it was a bit weird. You were kind of like running and then you had to jump and then slide. You can, can just say, sprint. Pete,
0: you didn't have to jump and slide. You could just slide. I think you have you jump been and jumping slide. and sliding all this time?
1: I think so, yeah. Oh, you don't funny. have okay. to jump first. <laughs> I didn't I'm pretty sure I had to. I thought oh, I, you had to actually no, jump you don't first have to. and then slide. No, you to, can just slide straight,
0: straight away. Wow. Okay. Adding, adding value. Adding value.
1: Adding value. We you can sprint and slide now, which is really cool. And yep. you can sprint and and mantle so you can like jump between buildings and oh, cool. you and you could yeah and you can mantle up on ledges so when you were talking about the fact that you couldn't build a ramp you don't mm. have to anymore because yeah. you can actually sprint and then when you jump towards it if you then press the in my case left bumper which is jump for me button again he grabs the side of the building and pushes himself up so they've added these things that are great you can now fire yourself out of a cannon on one of the airships there are tanks you can add those kind of bullhorns that you have on, on cars, you know, the kind of the, the fender mm. thing. So you can add those to vehicles now. So now it like make them looks more like, deadly. Yeah, it looks like a snow plow. And you can throw that on a vehicle and, and it just adds this like kind of metal plow looking things that makes everything look like Mad Max. So oh, quite yeah. a lot of map updates. But I think more importantly, some really good mechanics to, to change how the game's going to be mm. played over period of time so we haven't got into it it's the first day really yeah we but had one game didn't we we
0: played one game this morning and i've had a few cheeky, played a bit more.
1: i've had a few cheeky ones since but my initial feeling is re-energized just like we were a few seasons ago when the, there were some big changes happening we felt re-energized that's how i'm feeling right now I'm feeling re-energized cool. yeah. liking the new weapons there's a combat smg there's a thermal assault uh, weapon that's scoped there's a weapon that's similar to the mk7 although it's not as fast there's a revolver. So they've, they've kind of brought out some oldies mm. out of the vault. And I think there's some new ones in the field as well. So overall.
0: The, the tanks look fun as well.
1: Well, we, we tried it out. They, it's slightly OP, but loved it. I thought it was awesome. Mm. So look. Lots of fun to be had now, and I'm glad to say the boards are going to be on this week, so we'll probably get more of an update as we progress, I guess, really. Yeah,
0: cool. So watch this space. That is not the main subject of today, though. The main subject of today is a little game called Horizon Forbidden West, which both Pete and I have been playing quite a lot recently. So what what level are you now, buddy?
1: I'm level 21, 22, I believe. Okay,
0: yeah, I'm level 20. Um, And so you're in the second area then?
1: I've just... Just scraping on the second area, I kind of like to not mop up the area that I'm in, but kind of so I like to do mm. the rebel camps and really make sure that I do as much as I can and then I kind of press forward. So I guess I'm technically in the second area, but mm. I'm and I'm guess I'm heading towards almost maybe the third area in theory, but I haven't yeah, got that far. I haven't yet. quite got
0: that, yeah. No,
1: I haven't, I haven't uh, fought against those uh, big kind of mumma kill things but but yeah so what are, what are your thoughts then you 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 well, kind of yeah
0: I mean something. I checked out my stats on PlayStation it says I'm 16 of the way through the game and I think with a game like that it's that's far enough to have got a feel for the game and I am really enjoying it. Yeah I think it's got a great story. Yeah the story is it's your classic save the world good versus evil it's got a good main protagonist in Aloy. I think she's a great character.
1: Yeah. I like that you can kind of see the world that you're saving being dilapidated as you speak, because quite often it's like save the world from something that's going to happen in the future. And that's kind of true here as well. Yeah. But it's already affecting the world. Yeah, like it's already corrupted it's already broken
0: like in in cana
1: yes but like well done
0: yeah it is well done i like the old and the new kind of mixing together which is quite good i like the way that the story enables a lot of the game mechanics but it doesn't feel like the story has been artificially created to enable those game mechanics no it's quite hooked together in that respect yeah i do enjoy that one of the things that grates just a little bit, if I was being picky, is this old world weapons of arrows and spears that are augmented with this amazing technology. And she sticks a spear into everything to get it working. It seems just a little bit basic, but I think I'm being overcritical there. The main character of Aloy, I think she's great. My only feedback on her really is quite often early in the game loads of people are offering her help. And every time she says, no, I need to do this alone. No, I need to do this alone. I can't have you involved in this. This is someone who's saving the world. Why does she have to do it on her own all the time? It feels like it's a construct for the game rather than completely within the story.
1: I think partly. I think there are there are parts mm. of it that make sense. Like, for example, she, they can't actually really get into a lot of the areas where she can get in because she's she's got this kind of, you know, she is basically a, a clone of this other, the, other human and stuff. So I think there, there are elements of it. And I think she's also been wary from the first game that yeah. people tried to help her and they got killed. Probably... See, I'm
0: not seeing that character arc cuz I didn't play the first one. So maybe maybe I'm I'm just coming in a bit late and I'm missing a bit of context for the character.
1: Yeah, I think probably more so than than her really trying to do it alone. Like she definitely leans on people in the previous game, but I think it also kind of let her down. So
0: okay. and even the guy
1: yeah. and actually even just the fact that one of the other guys that she used to work with has kind of turned on her and and he's kind of now the antagonist a little bit in this game. Um, well, we think he is, but we don't well, know we yet. Well, we think he is, but we don't know. But he's yeah. clearly doing some stuff that's dodgy, right? And I think, again, like trusting people, like who do you trust when somebody that you kind of thought you trust seems to be potentially working with you, but then also does some really shady stuff. But I think in general, it's well thought out. The world is mm. well realized. I don't mind the um, the tech stuff where, where they kind of are upgrading old school things into new things. I think they've done it well. Uh, yeah, they well have enough. done it well. And it's, they have done and it's it kind well. of, and it's fun enough that they then also have the variety of, like, you being able to pick up big kind of turret stuff that's been off the back of another animal or whatever, and then you're using that for Mm. a bit and fighting with it. That is brilliant.
0: That is absolutely brilliant. The fact that you can shoot bits off of these robots and use it against them, I think it's not about repeatedly hitting an animal in the same way in order to destroy it. You've got to have strategies for how you're going to take them down and use their powers against them. And I've really enjoyed learning that mechanic in the game and trying to use it in order to beat some of the bigger bosses. Because some of the bosses are really quite huge and powerful. And one wrong step, you're dead. But it feels fun and worthwhile because you could say that of Elden Ring, right? But you've got a real purpose driving you in Horizon Forbidden West. And some of the boss fights, you have to learn how to do it. Uh, and there is uh, you know there's this big elephant fight that i did over the weekend and it was a bit of a grind at times but i was enjoying the grind it was hard but it wasn't painful
1: when you kind of get over i don't mind the range stuff and i don't mind the traps but i totally mm. get that some people feel like that's quote unquote cheating the fact that you're using it's traps not, and i'm it's like not though that's that elephant of the game. That
0: i was that elephant that I was fighting, I couldn't have beaten it without traps. I had to use every single yeah. arrow that I had, and I had to... There was no melee. If you went near it, it killed you, right? There's a ballista that you could use on it that was lying around. That was really Perfect. cool. And yeah. you know, it'd be really hard to get rid of it without that. And there were barrels that you had to entice it to walk over and then shoot. You know, it's you had to be really strategic in the battle and learn how to beat it. It was, it was, it was really that. fun. It, it, and they uh, do it
1: in a great way. And to your point, the way it kind of tears these pieces off the creature that you're fighting is well is yeah. done really well and you're kind of getting a sense of the loot as you're playing but yeah. then even further to that the fact that you can specifically target bits that are then going to turn into valuable ah. resources yeah. that you need to be able to upgrade your weapons ah. yeah like it's it's really nicely tied in and like yeah you can kill them you can blow them ah. up with a spear that blows them up but the point is then you lose that ability yeah. So then you're not going to pick up the pieces, you're not going to be able to use that to upgrade your weapon. So it's like it's a balancing act. Mm. What do you prefer to do?
0: Yeah. There, there are other things that remind me of Breath of the Zelda. Breath of the Zelda. <laughs> Breath
1: of the Zelda. Breath of the
0: Zelda. <laughs> Breath of the, uh, the Wild, which are the tool Uh, and that's quite yeah. good fun. Good fun way to unlock the mechanic of the map. The thing wow. that I like is once you've kind of done a mission in an area, so you can see people moving into the area. and Just like in Ghost of Tsushima, actually, you know, you clear a village... Of Mongols and go to Tsushima and, and the locals come and start building the village again and start living there again. Ah. They're doing that in Horizon Forbidden West in Elden Ring, all the bad guys will just be there next time you go there. So that's story progression. Yeah. And you can see yourself having a positive impact. You're making this open world a better place.
1: So one thing I was gonna say as well on that is they make a reason as well by why things respawn. And it's actually that they're hunting grounds. So they're like, this is an area where this kind of animal kind of come and congregate, which feels like a more natural way of having respawn points. And, and, and obviously they kind of need it for these because you, they are resources. So yeah. I think if you see them more as a farming opportunity than just being bad guys, as it were, then that is probably more accurate in this world. Mm. And that's actually how they've kind of played it out so yeah. that you can farm at resources when you need to. Yeah. You can go to a hunting ground or whatever. I so don't there's this a concept
0: in the game where the machines are made in these things, these factories called cauldrons, and they're kind of spat out into the world to keep the biosphere in balance. And that's where they're kind of respawning. Yeah, The concept exactly. comes from. So they've kind of thought about spawning Flame. and how it can seamlessly fit into the storyline. And I love that.
1: Totally. Yeah. And then then the other benefit of the cauldrons, which is the other thing is the overrides, which is amazing. The fact that you can at any given moment, once you've unlocked certain animals, go and override it and suddenly it's an ally. And it will fight for you, you know, and that's actually quite powerful, especially if there are three or four quite nasty ones. I've been in situations where there were quite nasty ones and I'm like, these are hard to try to beat by yourself. So powering up my machine capabilities so that those machines are stronger, they can fight harder. They stay overridden for a longer period of time. They can go in there and do the battle on my behalf is great. So I think that's another really nice aspect. So you've got traps and you've got bows and you've got your spear and you've got other animals, and you've got ridden combat as well. So you can actually be on one of the mounts and, and fight. Yeah, it's like your Rambo in
0: First Blood. Yeah. Uh, except you've got dinosaurs on your side. It's pretty yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I do like that. One one of the things that I have found frustrating though the farming element. If you're after a specific piece to upgrade a bow, it says this has got a thirty-two percent drop chance. So if you kill a rabbit, 32% to get a hide. Or if you kill, I was trying to kill ravagers, yeah. and there was a 32% chance of getting it. I had to kill seven before it dropped. Now you could say, oh, that's just bad luck, you know? Or you could code the game so that once you've killed two, the next one that you get gives you it. And with the machines, you can kind of understand that because maybe once you destroy them, something gets corrupted or something like that. Um, so that was one thing that annoyed me because I felt like I, I stepped into grinding rather than playing at that point. I guess
1: it's 30% every time you kill one. That
0: it is, go. it is. But that doesn't lead to a great gaming experience if you're having a string of bad luck and it no. would be easy to say, well, if he's killed, if he's killed three and he hasn't had one, he obviously is doing this for a reason. Let's give him it on the next drop. Easy peasy. That's a really easy bit of code to write. Yeah. And it just moves just the story necessarily... on because you're playing the game in a way that's much better than just grinding.
1: Well, I think maybe maybe what they would need to instead is have that attached to a difficulty level thing. Because, like, I don't actually mind it. I, I like the randomness of it. I wouldn't want to know that, oh, I just need to kill three of these and I know I'm going to get that piece after the third one. I don't, I don't mind that aspect of it. But I think they could have that as a setting and just go drop resources At this frequency like the ones you need for upgrades because to me i'm kind of like i had that as well when i was trying to hunt for i think it was squirrels or something so i could get a squirrel bone and i'm kind of just like oh yeah i'll just keep shooting it until it comes and and then when i get it i'll be like Mm. yes got it
0: yeah i mean i i was frustrated with that i had to get a rabbit hide i had to kill like four rabbits for one rabbit hide and it's just seemed ridiculous to me i've just shot a rabbit and i haven't got its hide I've got to shoot another three. Well, to get it you tied. shot
1: it poorly and it destroyed the skin, so it wasn't usable.
0: I'm scraping the barrel of criticism here, right? Yeah, it really say, isn't an issue. It really no. isn't an issue. It's such a breathtaking game. That's one thing we haven't talked about, which yeah. is about how beautiful it is on PlayStation 5. Yeah. If you're playing it on PS5 as well, and I'm on the beautiful settings, not the frame rate settings, not the performance. Yeah. Settings. And it's just beautiful. The water's amazing. The Textures on the cliffs and the rocks that you climb is great. Yesterday there was this crashed plane, and I had to climb up to it, and it had moss on it, and the moss had texture on the metal with the light shining off it at dusk, and it just it looked almost real.
1: And I think this is a good sign of the things to come, right? As it's one of the few games where I find myself really engaged with the dialogue.
0: Yeah, uh, because they look so believable.
1: They just look like characters, and they're just having character uh, you know conversations. There's no I know mouths tend to be quite difficult with teeth and things, mm. but they've done that quite well without yeah, it bad. Uh, Uncanny Valley, maybe a little bit, but not really. Like yeah, the not, eyes and everything seem, seem good. The motion, the body language is very natural. Mm. The voice acting is spot on. Yeah, like, the voice acting is so great. Good.
0: Yeah, they've done and, a really good job there. And the actress who plays Aloy. Yeah. I think they. she does top a fantastic notch. job. Fantastic yeah, job.
1: Top notch. All the emotions are there and you kind yeah. of go on that roller coaster with them. I love mm. the different cultures. I like that they are very different. They come from different, you know, kind of philosophies on, mm. on life, which is good to see. Uh, yep. And I mean, again, to your point, we're only like, I'm probably about like the same as you, right? Like 15, 16% then. Yeah. This game will have has got so much more to offer both yeah. of us and I'm really excited to see what that is.
0: The only thing I will say about Aloy is that the... Oh, animation yes. on her hair isn't quite right and it it's a little bit distracting and the game's graphics they're almost too good that they're almost in the uncanny valley but they're not quite because it's not a cartoony game it's meant to be realistic but it's I think not quite it's, realistic it's something
1: about the weight yeah. and it's t- and i think it's really tricky i, I don't know mm. i can't say exactly what it is but there, i know hair is tricky as hell yeah and really again hard. i think it's just There's something about the weight and the movement that isn't quite right but again we're nitpicking like yeah we are um, you know you you can do this but i think if we were to be honest like you know at at the stage where i'm at at right now i'm i'm a happy nine horned helmets out of ten kind of guy like i i i I think it's superb like it's very hard for me to fault any single aspect one of the best signs is i find myself reaching for the control and wanting to play it i might get to a part where i get a little bit stuck and then i'm like oh okay and then I'll reach for the controller again a few hours later on and want to continue because it's such a compelling game to play. And they've done other things well as well. Like I think the last thing for me that I want to cover off is where you could argue that it breaks immersion and it's not very realistic or whatever, but I love how they've done th- sending things to your stash and how easy it is to pick things up of your st- out of your stash and things. I really like that. A lot of a lot of games don't do that well. And you know, I remember in the first game, it was a, it was a complaint from everyone was, your inventory got so full and you, then you couldn't do anything. And then you had to kind of go and leave stash and then go and pick other things up. I, I, I can't even remember if you could do that actually, but mm. um, the fact that it automatically just ships it to your stash and you can just be like, go back, find it, pick it up and use it. That is great. That I, is I great, think, yeah. And, and the fast travel again, games should have fast travel. Mm. Like if it's a big sprawling world, that's amazing, yeah. but have a fast travel mechanic. And again, they've done mm. it in a really well, a good way. The quick save points, there are enough of them. Mm. You know, you can save enough. I don't really ever feel like I've lost too much that I've got to go back and repeat. So with all of that, to me, that wraps it around. And and to me, that's like a nine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. And I think that they've got a really good balance of making the game easy to play. And you're always on task. And it's not putting things in the way of you completing that task. And no. what I mean by that is the whole stash mechanics. It's not an inventory management game. So No, no Man's Sky is not a space game. It's an no. inventory management game. You spend the yeah. entire time managing inventory in that game when it came out. Yeah. What they've done is they've managed to get that stuff out of the way. Same with the yes. fast travel, right? They've got it out of the way to allow yeah. you to play the game and be immersed in the character and the story. Yeah. And... When we listen to stories we watch films, we don't see all the boring parts of life in a film, right? You know, in war films, they don't have all the boring bits of of war. They don't have, you know, romantic comedies. They don't have like people doing their toenails and stuff. arguing about them being left on the side of the bed or something right those are taken out because you're trying to get away from real life and have a positive experience and I think they've done that really well in Horizon Forbidden West and I wish more studios would kind of start that you know the most important thing here is the story and not letting the mechanics of the game get in the way of the story and the fun
1: yeah exactly or or your quest for realism I'm like there is no realism They're, they're animatronic like elephants and jackals and yeah it's it isn't it clearly isn't today so you don't need a reason why she can send stuff to her stash like it, you don't have to explain the mechanic to me why, yeah. like why that works I'm just happy that you can yeah and 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 to your point I, I think it just it completes the game where they're wanting to drive you forward and to your mm. point as well like the story mode's compelling like I love doing the side quests but I find it really hard because I keep just wanting to progress the main yeah quest. me too But then I'm just worried about what that's going to mean. Like, I'm going to end up having completed Mm. that and be like, I didn't really get the full context, you know, as much texture in the game. But but yeah, I do. I think being
0: completionist for this game is the best way to play it because the side quests are still kind of relevant. You're still in this world that you're impacting and the characters are still compelling and engaging. You don't have to rush through it, just enjoy it. Just enjoy yep. it and shoot a few rabbits on the way. Yeah, it's it's great. So I I mean I'd give it I'd give it a nine out of ten. Nine Twitches out of a uh, out Twitchy of trophies, a Twitchy trophies. Um, I definitely give it nine out of ten at the moment, probably because we're let's face it, we're both going to complete it, right? Yep. we're both going to play the game until the end. Yeah, um, it might take a few months, and we might do it in a few weeks. Who yeah. knows? But we should revisit it once we've done it and see how it compares to the benchmark of Breath of the Wild yeah that's that good so thanks it's for good. listening everyone go out and play horizon for forbidden west buy it you know it, soon it's going to be on offer i think soon it's going to drop down go and get it trade in your copies of elden ring you won't regret <laughs> it <laughs> I agree. get it on ps4 and then upgrade to the ps5 version if you have a ps5 because it's free don't buy the ps5 version consumer no. advice
1: yeah, um, don't save yourself the 10 or $20 in, in upgrade yeah. costs when you can get the PS4 version and just upgrade. That makes no sense yeah. to buy the PS5 Yeah, version. do that.
0: Definitely do that. Uh, I tend to buy discs because then you can sell them. You can't sell your own digital copy. Yeah, and that's it. Next week, we've got a really cool, cool guest. We've got Tara Brannigan. Tara is Director of Player Experience at Behaviour Interactive. She's responsible for community management, player support and influencer management. We talked to her about how she got into gaming, how John Romero has helped her in her career and where she sees gaming going in the future. See you next time.